The men addressed both Clark and Lewis as captain and considered the two equal in rank. They never learned that the War Department had given Clark the lower rank of lieutenant, a decision that upset Lewis, who believed strongly that the leaders should be of equal rank. As co-captains, they worked remarkably well together. The matter of Clark's unequal rank was not corrected until the year 2000, when President William Jefferson Clinton promoted Clark from lieutenant to captain. William Clark usually stayed at the camp by the Wood River. On December 13, 1803, he wrote, set the men to clearing land and cutting logs. The men then built a small fort comprised of several cabins enclosed by a stockade fence. It was mainly Clark's task to train the men for the journey ahead. Most of those who were not already in the army were required to enlist in order to be paid as soldiers. Though they hunted for food and had other chores, the men were frustrated by the inactivity of winter camp. Fights broke out. Some men disobeyed orders and were punished. Some lost their chance to become members of the expedition, although as it turned out such men as John Coulter and Reuben Field, who were often disciplined that winter, proved to be among the Corps' most trustworthy members. One task that occupied the men was improving the keelboat. Clark had storage lockers built along the sides of the boat. When the wooden tops of the lockers were raised, they formed shields that could protect the boatmen from arrows and bullets. Clark also mounted a small cannon on the keelboat's bow. He took these steps because both he and Lewis were worried about trouble with Indians. Fur traders who had journeyed partway up the Missouri warned them about the Sioux, who sometimes robbed river travelers or forced them to turn back. In St. Louis, Meriwether Lewis learned as much as possible about the Indians and the Missouri River. He obtained maps that traced the river's path to the settlement of the Mandan Indians, a trading center in present-day North Dakota. Lewis and Clark hoped to reach the Mandan before winter. As spring advanced, the men were raring to go. In preparation for leaving, Lewis and Clark promoted three men to sergeants. These men were asked to keep journals, too, in case the captain's journals were lost or damaged. May 14, 1804 While Meriwether Lewis completed the last of his obligations in St. Louis, Clark set out from Camp Wood. On May 14th, the keelboat and two pedogues proceeded on under a gentle breeze up the Missouri for a few miles to the village of St. Charles. May 21st, 1804. Lewis joined the men on May 20th. With him were some St. Louis residents who, together with the villagers, stood on the northern shore of the Missouri and cheered as the three boats set out on the rainy afternoon of May 21st. This night the expedition made camp on an island. A hard rain fell. It was difficult to keep a fire for cooking going, but the rain did not dampen the men's spirits. Listening to their voices, seamen could sense their excitement about finally being underway. There would be no more fresh supplies from stores. They were on their own, and from this date onward, each day would carry them farther away from civilization. On May 23rd, 
an incident occurred that could have caused the entire expedition to be canceled. Lewis was exploring rocky cliffs near the river. Clark wrote in his journal that Lewis nearly fell from a 300-foot-high peninsula of rocks, catching hold after falling 20 feet. Saved himself by the assistance of his knife. Clark gave no more details, nor did Lewis write of this close call with death. May 24, 1804 The heavily loaded keelboat was difficult to handle in the Missouri River's swift waters. In addition to as many as twenty-two men powering oars, others sometimes pulled on a tow rope from shore. They had to stay alert. Sometimes a section of undermined shoreline suddenly collapsed into the river. On this day, Clark wrote, The violence of the current was...